Welcome to Ditch the Bullshit Podcast. My name is Mariah Johnson, and I am a health and business coach, personal development junkie, and master bullshit detector for women who know they deserve more, just like you. It is my purpose and passion to share the tools, tips, strategies, and resources you need to finally ditch the bullshit stories keeping you from becoming the person you know you were born to be. Think of this podcast as your weekly source for a high-vibe kick in the ass to up-level your life and ditch the bullshit that's no longer serving you. If you feel like you need a permission slip to your dream life, here it is. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Ditch the Bullshit Podcast. Today, I have the beautiful Molly Butler on, and I'm really excited because she has some awesome stuff to talk, to talk about today. So, Molly, I'm going to let you take it away and introduce yourself to everybody. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's really exciting. Um, so a little bit about me, um, 30 years old, live in San Diego, travel the world, uh, had a really big awakening in my life when I was 24. My dad went missing and it took about nine months to find out that he was murdered and it kind of flipped my life upside down. And literally since then, I have just been on a mission to create the kind of life that I want to create instead of the one that we're told to. And just really come to a place of like loving and accepting myself so that I can be the best version of myself and share that with the world and inspire other people to do the same. And yeah, it's just been a really fun journey. (laughs) I absolutely love that. And you can tell just how much you've grown since that, obviously, Mm -hmm. like just how much, like you said, self-love and self-growth and everything that you've gone through between that point and now in order to get where you are and be such a like ball of light that you are (laughs) thanks yeah it's been a lot of hard work and so rewarding just the best (laughs) definitely yeah so molly and i actually got connected from caitlin if you guys heard her episode like six or seven episodes back that is how molly and i kind of got connected (laughs) and we both travel a lot so we've been bouncing all over the place and finally got to where we could have this conversation so (laughs) Yes. Basically, what Molly does for work is really, really cool. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear more about that. So you've heard a little bit about, obviously, something massive that she's gone through in her life with her dad being murdered. And I know that there are some other things that happened that really encouraged you to start pursuing life differently. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to go more into that, you're totally welcome to. Um, as far as like relationships and different things that happened to help you really recognize like the importance of creating the life that you want to have Mm. instead of the life that we're told to have. So Mm, yeah. What do you want to share there? uh, This is my favorite thing to talk about. (laughs) Um, So yeah, my two, my two biggest, um, I don't know, initiators for this lifestyle that I live was one of them being the thing that happened to my dad. But a few years prior, I found myself, um, for the umpteenth time trying to break up with this boyfriend. It was just a really toxic relationship. It was not good. Tried breaking up a hundred times and just kept getting back together. And after a conversation with my dad, he was still alive at the time, um, just kind of realized that I was like creating the pattern for myself. Like I was looking, looking at myself as a victim as like, Oh, well he talks me into it and he's doing all these things and everything is his fault. And you know, my dad is kind of like the ditch the bullshit guy himself. And he's like, Hey, like you're actually creating this, you're choosing it, you're creating it. 
Um, and it, yeah, it was just, it was really humbling to hear that. And it was also amazing because I finally was able to break up with the guy and I really dove deep into why am I creating this and how am I creating this? Cause I didn't even know that that was an option. And I just started taking a really deep look at myself and thinking, um, what I realized was that I didn't, I really truly didn't believe on a core level that I was worthy of love. And I thought that I did consciously. I was like, Oh yeah, like I, I know I'm great. And you know, I deserve all the best and whatever, but, but I found there was like subconsciously, which runs most of our mind anyways, subconsciously, I really didn't think that I was worthy of love. So I, I took a look at that and I was like, you know, I could either brush this under the carpet, which would be so much easier and just be in subpar relationships and try to make them the best that I can. Or I can do the really, really hard, yucky, grueling work and go into these stories and figure out why I started to believe that in, in you know, from the get go and how to start reprogramming that. And that in combination with my dad dying, it was like, everything that I knew about myself got flipped upside down within two years. It was like, you know, the, the first part of the relationship stuff of like having the identity of being a perfect girlfriend and always being able to make it work and love comes first. All of that got flipped upside down. And then when my dad died, I was, I was a hairstylist at the time and, you know, I didn't want to do hair anymore and I was no longer Chuck Butler's daughter anymore. And like literally everything I knew about myself just flew out the window. So it was, you know, fortunately unfortunate that the the timing of everything and how drastic everything was it was like a perfect clean slate to just really get into the nitty-gritty and like all right what do I want to create for myself now and you know the first mistake that we make I think is scrolling on Instagram and scrolling on Facebook and looking at the beautiful little picture that everyone else paints for their life and be like I want that thing and getting to know people who had really big online presences and realized that they didn't actually really love their life either. I was like, okay, there's something more here. It's not just what you think. It's not just what other people see. Like there is something deeper. And so, yeah, I just kind of started, I started doing all different kinds of things. I would start to like look at myself in the mirror and try to say that I love you to myself. And it was like the weirdest I had heard it before. And I was like, this is weird. I can do that. And I went and like, I almost started crying because like, I didn't really believe it. And I started doing things like inner child work, like talking to different parts of myself as if I was a little kid. Like, do I still treat myself the same way if I thought that a four-year-old Molly was saying this thing instead of a 24-year-old Molly saying this thing? And it was, it was huge. Mm -hmm. Like the things that I started finding, even just like in journaling and, and going back and reading what I wrote, I'm like, wow, do I really think that? Like, and just catching all the ways that I talk to myself, the way that I think about myself, the way that I'm letting others treat me, the way that when I'm not feeling good, the way that I naturally treat others. And yeah, I just went down this really deep path of like, there's got to be something better. And I, I need to figure this out. I need to figure this out right now. <laughs> and yeah, I've just been on that journey ever since. And I don't, I don't think it's ever going to be a final destination of like, oh, I finally love myself and I finally take care of myself. It's it's like, no, I do those things and I'm constantly upgrading that. And I'm constantly having to remind myself of my practices and of my tools and of my, you know, the work that I've already done. And yeah, it's just, it's led me to live the most epic life ever imaginable. And it just keeps getting better. <laughs> that is incredible. I love that. What do you think? I know you talked a bit about like journaling and doing the inner child work, what do you think was the most helpful for you in like starting that whole transition of like, okay, I'm a hairstylist right now. This is what I'm doing. 
all of this just happened in my life. What do I want to do out of that? Because I know a lot of people would just get kind of like paralyzed in that fear and just yeah. stay and be like, this is at least comfortable because it's what I know, even though everything outside of me is going yeah. chaotic right now. So what was the kind of like maybe first step or first couple of steps that helped you like step out of that? Mm, great question. Yeah, the, the first thing for me was actually I went, I was suicidal for about four months when my dad first went missing. Like I was super, super depressed. I didn't want to get off the couch. I literally had to keep my TV on 24 seven because I was too scared of what my mind would let me think when the TV's off. And I got to a point of like suicide. I was actually contemplating how I was going to kill myself. And I felt stuck even in that because since my dad had just died or we didn't know what happened to him at that point, my mom, my brother, and my sister, they like relied on me to relay information to like keep everybody sane and you know, all the things. And so I knew that if I killed myself, that it would be even harder on my family. So I felt really stuck in that. So I actually, instead of trying to kill myself, I tried to find another extreme. And (laughs) ironically enough, it was yoga and meditation that got me out of it. So like, I, I like, I tried some drugs, I tried some conversations with people, like I tried different things. And I was like, the thing that I want to feel doesn't last. Like I get a little glimpse of it if I do something, but it doesn't last. And then I feel eight times worse after, you know, trying those things. So I had read something around meditation where like people that meditate all day, every day for 40 years are in just a pure state of bliss. And I was like, that's what I want. Like, and it was so funny because I didn't start it the way normal people start of like, Oh, I want to be more mindful in my life. I was like, I was like, no, I want to kill myself. I want to escape. And I need to find a way to do that while still living because I can't kill myself. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to literally find an escape through meditation and yoga. I've heard, you know, oh, when I get on my bat, I I'm connected to something different. I'm like, cool. I want to connect to something different. (laughs) And like, you know, when I meditate, I'm like tapped into this, you know, thing outside of me. I was like, yeah, give me that. Cause I don't like what I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> so, so I started meditation and yoga and, you know, it was slow moving at first, but within my very first yoga session, I did, I experienced something different. There was like a different energy or a different way of being and a different way of feeling my body. And I was like, all right, there's something to this. So I just kept doing it every day and every day. And And then I'd start doing it like more often every day, like a couple times a day. And I noticed that as I did it more and more meditation and yoga, yoga helped me get into my body and feel different things. And meditation paired with it helped me like literally see my thoughts. Like I would Mm -hmm. think and I would go crazy, but the meditation was like, it was just a time to just watch the thoughts go by instead of going into the thoughts and what they mean and how to fix them. I was just like, huh, I want to kill myself today. That's cool. I'm like, oh, I want a turkey sandwich. That's cool. Oh, I really am mad at my mom. That's cool. And like, I didn't attach to any of it, you know, through the practice. So like simultaneously, both of those things started helping me just become more aware. I'm like, wow, I think really badly about myself and I don't treat myself very well. And I don't get into my body that often and appreciate this vessel that's like letting me live the life I want to live. And yeah, so that was, that was like the, the first initial things, like getting into both of those, realizing how important it is of like our thoughts about ourselves and what we're thinking about life and how we're moving our body and taking care of ourselves. I was like, okay, there's something to this for sure. That is massive. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I feel like I'm just starting to really dive more into that in the last year or two and realizing mm. just how disconnected most of us are from yeah. our bodies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause we're not taught through... that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting how like our culture just doesn't teach us to be connected with that at all. We, yeah. we, we're taught to rely on other people to figure out what's going on in our body or what's yep. going on in our mind and not take responsibility. Kind of like yep. you said, your dad said like, no, that's you. It's you yep. doing this. It's not somebody else. So yeah, that's, that's awesome that you came across yoga and meditation that you were able to jump into that. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love to know what kind of helped you bridge that gap between when you were at that point, when you were just starting out, you know, learning about yoga and meditation to, I guess, what it is that you're doing now. <laughs> um, yeah. So as I started getting more into my body and getting more hold of my thoughts and like really, really, really loving and taking care of myself, um, some really interesting things just started happening in life. I said, like, there's just crazy synchronicities. Like I would start thinking about something or dreaming about something. And then I would meet a person that like thought or dreamt about the same thing, or I would say, Oh, Hey, I really want to do this thing. And then within a week I would, you know, come up with an opportunity to actually do that thing. And it just like, it just kept snowballing the synchronicities and the ways things were like lining up in my life. Like I would question You're very it. connected. Yeah. Yeah. Super connected. And I was questioning it a lot. Cause I'm like, how, how is this happening right now? Like what's going on? But at the same time, it was almost like my tagline soon became, you can't make this shit up. Like, because it, it was just, it was happening over and over and over. And so, yeah, once, once I started to become so connected, then I naturally started meeting more people who did like kind of energy work type stuff or just like different healing modalities and really started taking care of themselves. And in more and more conversations, it was almost like I started to remember more of myself. Um, so like, for example, I would talk to my mom and I was like, Hey mom, like I'm having some crazy things happen. Like, you know, my friend's knee was hurting the other day and I just kind of put my hand on her knee and I had this really good intention of like sending love and light to it. And then her knee felt better. And I'm like, this like, am I crazy? What's happening? And my mom just like, so casually, this is like not even her jam. She's not into like big energetic stuff. She believes in it, but doesn't play in it too much. And she just looks at me dead in the face and she goes, Oh yeah. When you were three years old, you would walk around and lay hands on people all the time and heal them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I just, I had no idea, but I started talking to more and more people that did energy healing and different, like weird woo woo type things and realizing I have a gift for it. And then when I went through, I went through a breakup last year and it just, it left me just totally, you know, back to square one feeling like I was back to square one. Of course, that's never actually true. But I did I went to a girlfriend of mine who did um, the system called energy mastery. And she was working on me and uh, every other appointment was different. So one appointment would be cleansing out my energetic field and basically just taking out any kind of like negative things that aren't serving me taking out anything that like just literally aren't mine, maybe like from someone else that I connected to just like cleaning me out. And then the other part of it was helping me reprogram subconscious thought patterns, which we all know by now is my jam. <laughs> I loved it. And I, I went to her a few times a week for uh, three months. And by the end of the three months, I swear to God, I was a different person entirely. And I just through that throughout the system, I was like, I want to know what this is. Like, what are you doing to me? And how is it working so well? And she's like, I knew you were going to ask, and there just happens to be a training. So if you want to get trained in it, I was like, heck yeah, sign me up. <laughs> so I went to the training and I spent, you know, four solid days learning the ins and outs of all this stuff. So 
it's something that I help other people do now. Don't really advertise it too much because, you know, still a little in the weird energetic world side. But, but yeah, now I help people um, keep their energy really clean. I'm constantly talking about energetic hygiene. You know, like we're taught to get up and brush our teeth and take a shower, but we're not taught to clean out our own energetic field that's getting dumped on every single day. So I'm constantly, you know, teaching people how to keep their energy clean and keep themselves kind of like protected and separated from other people's stuff. Cause we're all empaths, whether we know it or not, we're all empathic beings. And, you know, we got it. We got to keep ourselves clean to keep ourselves healthy and being able to help others and come from a more of like a filled up cup giving than instead of like being depleted and trying to give. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just, something I do for myself all the time and something I help other people do now and it's just really fun it's weird it's awesome and it works <laughs> yeah that sounds really really incredible <laughs> so is this something that I guess like people do I don't, because I know that you live near LA so mm-hmm. that's probably a big area where I feel like things like this are very accepted yeah and very like big totally. so with all of your travels, have you found that this is something people know about, like, maybe in different communities? Or is it something that's kind of more concentrated to just these bigger th- areas like that? I think that the knowledge and the experience is a lot more well known in like in San Diego, where I'm from, but it's definitely accepted in other parts of the world. Like, I don't think people know about it. But the second you start talking about it, they can feel like the truth and the resonance and pretty much every place that I've gone to, whether it's a different country, a different city, whatever, people are constantly asking me like, Oh, Hey, can you, can you cleanse me? Like they just know, like that's just something that they want. And every single time, whether it's their first time playing with energy or they've done it a billion times, they feel something, they feel something different. They're like, I don't know what you just did to me, but I feel calmer. I feel clearer. I feel more relaxed. I feel like I'm not worried about that thing that I was worried about before you started working on me. Like, I don't know what you just did, but like, it feels really good and I want more of that. So it's wild. Like I was really shy about talking about any energy work for the longest time because I knew it was seen as weird. And luckily I do live in a community where it is more commonly talked about. And now I'm at a point where I'm just like, listen, this is what I do. This works. If you like it, awesome. If you don't, have a nice day. Like, I don't really care anymore. So it's a lot easier to talk about it. And like, if you think this is weird, cool. Let's talk about something else. If you think it's awesome, cool. Let's do it, you know? But yeah, it's, it's pretty much accepted everywhere because it's just, it's just something if I'm coming from a clean place and I'm talking about it or I'm doing a cleansing on someone, like you just can't not feel it. Like it's just not possible. (laughs) That is so interesting. I just, I find it really, really fascinating because I feel like I've been, I don't know, I guess I wouldn't call myself like a newbie to the energetic world now, Mm -hmm. but I've definitely been learning a lot about it in the last couple of years. And this is something I haven't heard about before. Uh I'm just very, very drawn to. I'm like, this sounds amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess my next question for you is, do you think that this is something that would be helpful for basically anybody at any point in their life? Or is it more something that's helpful for a specific kind of person? Like, how would people know if 
you know, is it just that energy of like, oh, I'm drawn to this. I'm curious. Like, yeah. that's how you know that this is for you? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely say that kind of is like my rule of thumb for life is if you are drawn to something, it is for you, period. But besides that, this work literally is like, if you're a human, it's for you. <laughs> and like, it's funny. Like, I, I felt weird saying that before, too, because I'm like, no, I don't want everybody to think that they have to come to me. And I don't think anyone has to come to me. No one has to do the work. But I do find it beneficial no matter what you do, who you are, how old you are, what kind of like, you know, ailments you have going on. Like, it doesn't matter. There's always some kind of benefit. So like for me, I found the work in a time where I really needed help and I really needed healing. So it helped me get through that, which was amazing. But still to this day, that was almost a year ago. And still to this day, I get a session a week on myself. Like I do, I cleanse myself every single day. And then I pay someone else to do a full sweep on me once a week because it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of just like taking a shower. You know, like when you, when you wake up in the morning, you're not necessarily dirty, but you want to take a shower to get you energized for your day. And at the end of the day, you want to take a shower and like wash everything off. It's kind of the same thing with your energetics. You know, you wake up in the morning, you have a little cleanse. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm ready for my day. I can get anything done. I'm super clean and clear coming from a good place. And at the end of the night, you kind of clean everything else off that you picked up during the day. So like, even if there isn't something going on that you need to heal or fix, Mm -hmm. it's still just Mm -hmm. like, it's preventative and yeah, it just keeps everything at like a really clean slate. So that way, when you do find something you need to fix or heal, because inevitably we all will at some point in our life, it's so much easier to get to those things because you don't have all the extra gunk. You know, it's not hiding underneath all the extra stuff. I love that so much. I'm glad that you said that you like gave that analogy and also that you explained it as like a shower and that it's like preventative because I feel like a lot of people who listen to this podcast are probably also into health and nutrition. And it's kind of the same thing with like right. your gut. Like right. if you're treating your body well and it can process everything properly, like you're going to feel good yep. and you're going to be like the proper body weight for what your body wants to maintain. Right. But if you're not doing that, it's going to be a lot harder to move some gunk out and all that. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. I really love that yeah. explanation. That's such a cool way to explain it. Yeah. So... This has been really, really amazing. I think really informative. So I guess my next question for you is if people want to test this out, can they do it online? Is it something that they have to do in person? Should they contact you? Should they find someone near them? How, how does it work? Definitely contact me. The great thing about this work is it's kind of like Wi-Fi. It works from anywhere. <laughs> I so- like it. My my favorite sessions to do with people are in person for sure, just because I'm kind of like an in-person kind of girl. Like I just love face-to-face time. Um, but the, the sessions do work remotely also. So as long as we have a phone and I'm able to communicate to you what I'm doing when I'm doing it, um, I can do it anywhere in the world. I was in California and did a session on a girl in England once and it was really awesome. I've also been in Thailand and worked on my friend in San Diego. So I can do it from anywhere. Um, it's not something that people want to try to do themselves. And I really, really, really need to be like extra, extra cautious about that. Cause some people think like, oh, you're just like waving your hands in front of me. I can do the same thing. But the thing is like, I've got, I went through massive training with some masters that actually gave blessings and gave all the extra knowledge behind what to do and when to do it. Cause it's not, it's particular for every person. It's like, if you come and you're wanting to do a preventative, it's a lot different than if I were to do, you know, something on someone healing. So for people to play around with energy stuff, I did that for a few years before I got certified in anything. And I was just playing with energy all the time because it was cool and it's easy and anyone can do it. 
But what happens is we open up to a lot of things that don't actually serve us. And you don't know that if you don't have the right tools. And luckily, I have tools to do it. And, you know, if I don't feel like a good fit for someone, I always have someone that I can refer someone to. So I would say definitely if any of this calls to you, if you're interested, even just have questions, whatever, reaching out to me personally, whether I can help you or someone that I can know can help you. I have a very, very big network. So I'm always confident, like no matter what you need, either me or someone that I know has you covered for sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That sounds like so much fun. And yeah. I know that you have a retreat coming up. Is it in February? Yes. I think. It's what the... are the details on that? Oh, be I'm so excited. So this has been in the making for like two years. Um, I've had people ask me for years to do some kind of setting where they can just come and be with me in the space, in the knowledge and experiencing things that I experience on a day to day. People have been asking for years. It's finally here. I'm doing it from February 21st to the 24th. It's a Thursday through Sunday. It's going to be on the coast in Florida. I'm currently booking the place. Um, so the whole idea is have it in a warm place during the winter. So all the people in the winter can get it, get an escape. The water is still warm in Florida in the winter. I grew up there. The water is still warm. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have the ocean nearby because there's some things that I'm going to be having people do of like letting things go and setting intentions of bringing new things into their life. But basically, it's four days of like self-indulgence in the most careful way. <laughs> like, And not careful as in cautious, but careful, like full of care teaching people how to reprogram subconscious thoughts. I'm teaching them how to add even just a few minutes of self-care into their day to make it better. Um, they're going to be in a group of 12 other people, maxing it out at 12 people. So they'll be in a group of 12 other people. Cause you know, like once you start caring for yourself, a lot of people in your life kind of start asking questions. And sometimes people get pissed off, especially if you're an overgiver, especially if you're a people pleaser, the people that you've been overgiving and pleasing to are going to get a little frustrated with you sometimes when you start taking care of yourself. Um, so having a community to support you in that and a community of other people that are really, really determined to do the same thing for themselves and hold you accountable and in love and support in that, you know, it's just the whole shebang. We're going to have private chefs. We're going to have massages. We're going to have all different kinds of things to pamper yourself and to really, really go deep into how do you love and care for yourself and how can we make that even better? And it's not people who have only have bad lives and want to make it good. Like, even if you have a good life, like, let's make it even better. Like, what can we do? To make it even better. So yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I can see how you just like lit up when yeah. I asked about that. You're like, oh, I get to talk about my favorite thing. It's about to happen. <laughs> that sounds so incredible. Awesome. Well, I will definitely leave info for all of that down Perfect. in the show notes. Perfect. And yeah, I guess that's everything for today. So thank you so, so much for taking this time with me. And I cannot wait to hear what everyone thinks of this because I think they're going to absolutely love it. <laughs> thank it's you. Amazing. This is so fun. Thanks so much for having me. I love this. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you did enjoy it, I hope that you would screenshot this episode, upload it to your Instagram story and tag me, letting me know that you loved this episode. The more that you share it, the more people we can help find the tools that they need to up-level their lives. And that's the whole point of this, right? Can't wait to see you in the next episode.